Hello everyone, and welcome to Pitch Powder. I'm your host as usual, Josh Laskowski, and our co-host, Dylan Cork. <laughs> our usual shindig is we take on a new topic, discuss it, and try and make it better. And normally not in the basement of a random house. Today, break. we are in a basement. Not just a basement, but the basement of Elizabeth Real. Is she real? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, she guesses. <laughs> Thank you so much for letting us host our podcast in your basement. Anytime. Also, as usual, we have DJ with us. He's feeling a little under the weather, so you might not recognize his voice. Or his opinions. <laughs> DJ, are you here with us? What? <laughs> All right. What is this? Back into the void. <laughs> All right, today... I got a special juicy project for you guys. Do you now? Yep. But do you know what you also have? What? Dating advice. <laughs> with Josh Laskowski. Yes, every week, for all four weeks, I have offered you guys pristine dating advice, and I would like to point out that I have actually been in a committed relationship for six months now. Only six? Only six months. And you know what? It's I longer think? than what, 43 days? Longer than 43 days. 46? I don't remember the number. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> you know that's staying in. <laughs> Yes, I've been in a committed relationship for about six months now. And whenever things get tense, me and my girlfriend, we just know that it's not about winning the argument as much as it's winning the relationship. Hmm. So when we get in a heated discussion, I typically like to say, I'm right. You're wrong. Now get back in the kitchen. She typically responds with, go to hell. <laughs> then... I apologize and say you are right and then get back in the kitchen and that is how we move forward in our relationship. And then you admit that the last Jedi is garbage. Okay, so I'd like to see it. <laughs> so now can you put that in a practical situation for us? Because I know, I know this is my best friend, Liz Real, not your girlfriend in any way, but... Would you be able to represent such a situation with her? So I would like to always point out that no relationship is the same. Even fictional relationships could be different. So let's say me and Elizabeth, she's a diehard Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. So she happens to love The Last Jedi. I happen to think it's horrible. I can't. Nope. <laughs> I'm not even okay with this being a fake scenario. <laughs> but since I obviously have the better opinion, and she obviously has the wrong opinion... I want to have a happy relationship, so I say, you know what? The Last Jedi wasn't half bad. I personally respect Rose as a character. <laughs> I think Snape, I mean Snoke, actually had a worthy death. And then I, like, give her a hug, and then we move on. Liz, how does it make you feel? I feel nothing. <laughs> I'm... My emotions have closed off to this issue, <laughs> considering this is all that our heated discussions ever are. <laughs> and that is how I win most arguments. That's a beautiful noise. By changing my argument. 
And admitting that the last Jedi is garbage. <laughs> Only you could come to see my view. <laughs> the way I see it. The way the I Jedi see it. Jedi even. This basement has a man urinating in the background. <laughs> Not just any man, but DJ. DJ, DJ. <laughs> I forgot where I was. You're still peeing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you can't just stop midstream. I'm gonna finish. <laughs> okay. We've covered several topics, countless topics on this show. Only five. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we six, if we're lucky. Numerous topics. And we've never quite done anything down a fantasy route. Um, I know most of the people here in this room are Lord of the Rings fans. And I... One. <laughs> I don't need your sass. And I just wanted to be able to present a, a film... That is down the fantasy route, but still has a historical feel to it. So the story starts out in ancient Babylon. For those of you that don't know anything about Babylon, it's around 1700 BC. Um, King Hammurabi was the first person <laughs> to establish the code of law. Is it Hammurabi? <laughs> no, it's just a stupid name. <laughs> Say it again. King <laughs> presented the code of laws, which was like the first like historical code of laws, like. He was, aside from the Bible, he was one of the first leaderships to establish Ashra County. So, figured no one really knows anything about Babylon, and that'll be fun. And the story's gonna take place from a guy named Gull. Gull stumbles upon this ancient. Is there a serial killer upstairs? This, yeah, that's natural. Okay. This part of the basement. Basement. Part of the aesthetic. Okay. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> so the premise of the story is we're t acknowledging like ancient mythologies as a form of reality, mm -hmm. but we're going to introduce you know magic and a little bit of fiction involved in it too. So the story takes place with a guy named Gull who discovers an ancient bullhorn or shofar. Shofar. Chauffeur. Finds an ancient chauffeur that's been <laughs> passed down from generations. Drives a chariot. And. <laughs> What is the name of the chauffeur? Clive. 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 Ah! <laughs> no. Clive, get out of here. I enjoyed the random audio spikes that just went up over there. It's all normal until you say Clive. Clive. <laughs> anyway, he stumbles upon a chauffeur. A chauffeur. A chauffeur. <laughs> I can't remember what that is. The long pause, long he looks at wall. Gull discovers an ancient Shafar passed down from, for generations and is possessed by a demon. Does a demon have a name? The demon, if for those of you that know anything about mythology, it would be named Baal. Baal or Baal. There are several different pronunciations. The more pretentious, the better. Hmm? But we're going to call him Baal. The demon Baal is possessing the bullhorn. The Baalhorn? The Baalhorn. And as long as he swears to, like, work with him, Gull will receive powers from the demon. But, according to mythology, Baal is the Babylonian, like, Zeus, basically. So, in turn, he'll receive the powers of, like, the storm and, like, weather manipulation. So, Thor. Basically, a Babylonian Thor. <laughs> so, old man Thor. Or young man Thor. Young boy Thor. Baby boy Thor. <laughs> 
so basically the premise of the story is it's gonna be like a foundational story for like the beginning of the universe. So it's gonna be centered around these five demigods, possessed people, however you want to label them. Demi possessed people. There's gonna be five different deities that manipulate humans. In turn, the premise is basically a person stumbles upon an item, the item is possessed, and depending on what that item is and what the deity is, they'll receive the powers of that god. Checks out. Seems solid. So, the initial part is Gull is going to realize that there are multiple people like him that are organizing some sort of get-to-know-each-other event. I don't quite know. How would we word that one? It's a... It's like a coffee coffee get-together? A cult mixer. It's a convention. <laughs> a cult mixer. I'm kind of a fan of the cult mixer. So, you know how ancient Babylonians are. Uh, once you find out that you're possessed by a demon, you want to find fellow demon bros. So Or sisters. He, he gets invited to a cult mixer. <laughs> Use it. Cult mixer. Um, so the story's going to sit around Gull. He's going to try and join them. Thinks it's going to be great. Turns out it's actually a cult possessed by demons. And as he progresses... He realizes that it's evil, and he wants to wipe out the very people he was trying to join. Can the title of this project be Cult Mixer? <laughs> Honestly, if it's like a dark comedy, I'd be in. I like it. Cult Mixer. We're naming that. This, that's what we're naming this episode. Cult Mixer. <laughs> we're going to call it Pitching About Cult Mixer. <laughs> <laughs> so, the way I divide the story, I divide the story, because yeah, obviously because I did, wrote this. We did all the work for it. It wasn't... Me and my best friend doing <laughs> it all literally work. you two doing all of it, and you guys just were lazy and wanted me to pitch it. I also enjoy Liz's thoughts. Every single one of them is little girly giggles. <laughs> okay, do go on. So, the premise of the story is going to be kind of three, three steps. Um, the first third... I was just doing one. Go on. Uh, I was counting them for you. I thought you were doing our professional attention grabber. Pointing at each other, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Picking each other's nose. So, the story is going to consist of thirds. So the first third is going to be the journey of him making it to the cult mixer. <laughs> He's going to interact with perhaps, you know, bandits or just different locals. He's going to start developing his superpowers to get there. Once he gets there, he's going to work with the cult for a little bit, realizing that uh, the major premise of the show is going to be the humans want to use their powers for good, but they can't deny the fact that they are possessed by demons. So the demons obviously want destruction. Do they want good, though, or do they want power? The humans? Yes. Oh, you mean the humans or the possessed humans? Oh, the possessed demi Demi-humans. Yes. So don't they want to use their power for themselves, mm. and then they realize that that's what? not going to work? Hold on. Weird. DJ, why are you peeing again? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought this was the bathroom. It's like, there's this weird, like, clicking in here. <laughs> no, it's gone. Okay, that's weird. There's, like, a clicking that will happen. Is it weird? I don't know. The mic is possessed by a demon. The mic. I didn't write this down. I didn't write this down. <laughs> we get unfriended. <laughs> that one movie. <laughs> what if this is actually real? And You're real. No, wait. The NSA knows about the demons, and now they're tapping. 
us because they know that we know. Are we demons? That was fun. <laughs> you're a demon, DJ. DJ, oh. you live in the void. Of course you're a demon. <laughs> You've always been a demon. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Dude, what kind of power do they want? Do they want... Oh, yeah. So the, the difference between yeah, the, the humans and the demons. Mean. If we were... Oh, yeah. All my friends are demons. Take it slow. Wait for them to possess all you know. <laughs> die in a hole. <laughs> so, please don't make me die in a hole. This demon might suck at my soul. <laughs> all my friends are demons. The humans that are possessed by demons are trying to use their powers to create good, while the demons are manipulating. Sorry, I. <laughs> You know, I forget. I didn't want to do this. I do. It's okay. Let's just start over. Restart the podcast. <laughs> the humans are trying to use their powers to establish some sort of greater good. Well, the demons are naturally demons. Naturally. Just let it be. <laughs> We've established that we're in a basement. This. Who knows? You gotta get more noises times. Next times it might be better. Why am I talking like this? We don't know. No, no, no. So, as. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, go on. So, we established, like, the progression of the movie, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, yeah, you got second act. Okay. You, like, finish second act in, so, like, third. All of the different people use their powers. To establish some sort of greater good. They join a group, a cult, if you will. It could be like an ancient superhero squad. Is that the official name? Ancient superhero squad would probably mm-hmm. be. Just have it in battle. That's a very weird acronym. Yeah. Ashers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what did you say you thought it was? Ancient superhero squad is Ash. Well, superhero is one word. Superhero is a singular word. No. Yeah. yeah. Put it no. there. No, the Spider-Man. That's, that's a different this word. This is the ancient no. superhero no, squad. Ancient. So, my question for you guys is I need you guys to help me create no. more deities. I have a few. I want you to help modify them or at least refine them. And then I want you to help just fill in major gaps. Major gaps? Major gaps. We had to salute. I'm proud of us. If only this was a visual medium, you'd see us all salute. Okay, so I'm no creative person. That's why I have you people. Sorry, I ate a pen. <laughs> You're this. I have ancient Delicious. gods, and I need you guys to help give me items and actual names for the people. Because so I have demons, I need humans. <laughs> and, like, maybe some of their background. Okay. So the protagonist is Gull, who's possessed by Bale. You mean ball? Ball or ball? Bow. Ball. I want Marduk. He is the like Babylonian head god. He. What does he do? He controls. I'm trying to remember. Uh, power of the elements. He is like it's kind of like Zeus, but focuses more on weather. He promises fertility on the land and everything. That sounds lit. He's also the god of weed, so. Mm, he should be high. Okay. Druggy god. <laughs> so I want him to be like the antagonist. Um, I was probably thinking something 
lame, like a scepter for him to use. As That's a lame. You could give him a spork. <laughs> An ancient spork. He could be the inventor of spork. But the big thing about him is he's going to be totally possessed by the demon. He isn't really going to have much of an identity, and part of the story is just the fact that he's been with the demon longer than anyone else. So is he an old man, or is he just had more exposure? Well, that could be depending on what the demon does. Do the demons for a long life? Can, I guess. Yeah, but you could have also been old already when you met him. He could have been old already. He could be older. Well, I got, I got, I got some ideas. I gotta, I gotta stop this voice. Play it on me. Slap me. Slap me. Love a slap me. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. That's what I'm here for. So how about a guy who can, who has a quill. And the quill, anything he writes with it, it can be manifested into reality like a Green Lantern ring can, like, make a hard light version of something. So, like, the... If, you, if I were to write out Buzz Lightyear, I would get an ink, like a living ink version of Buzz Lightyear. Oh, so you don't have to draw Buzz Lightyear? I just could knows. draw Buzz Lightyear, alternatively, it's one or the other, whichever one I want to do. Interesting. So the power of the ink knows, like, terminology? It can. Can it I would... say, like, butt sandwich? Like, you... Like, does the pen know what that is? Is it literal? Is it, like, figurative in, like, some sort of ancient dialect? I think it would likely read the mind of the person concerning the... Like, doesn't the item have, like, a link to the demon that would then have a link to the person? That's establishing, like, a mental link between the two. So if I was possessed by this demon, we would have a really awkward-looking butt sandwich right now. Yeah. I'm gonna put that in the hashtag for this episode. <laughs> and we can call this guy... We can call this guy a Naboo. Nabu, yes. Because he's, like, the god of, like, wisdom and writing and whatnot. He's a... Is he Mesopotamian? What, he's he a there? something, Matanian. He's a something. Excellent. He's a something, Matanian. Now, Classic is religion. he... How long has he been with the demon? Does he experience... Okay, so, what's the establishment of the other guys? Where are they so far? Like, where's Galio? Gol is the newest member, obviously. So he just picked it up, like, yesterday. Yeah, and he's on the way to the cold mixer to learn how to control his powers. And then Muck Duck, what's what's his thing? Marduk. Muck Duck. <laughs> he's the most experienced, the most trained, and he's fully committed to the demon. To where even though everyone's trying to do the right thing, making this like secret organization, in the end, like he knows he's just going to destroy the world. So how long has he been with the demon, approximately? We'll say like four or five years. Only four or five. That's sad. Right, well. I and, you know, demons aren't the most social creatures, so normally they just kind of, they go to mixers. That's, you know, Marduk, the, the human side of him is probably a little bit more extroverted. He's lonely. He gets lonely. Oh, no, those power-hungry types, normally introverted, want to take over the world. Want to go to mixers. I mean, you're pretty introverted. How would you feel about going to a demonic mixer? It depends if it's useful to me. Okay, so... <laughs> yep. Elizabeth, give us a scenario in which it's useful to you what? to go to a demon mixer. We have three deities. I was trying to stick with five. Okay. Um, I think I mentioned we needed one woman. Ishtar comes to mind. Ishtar? Yeah. What's an Ishtar? I'm no historical guru, so I'm not even going to pretend to pronounce all of these right, but I believe it's Ishtar. Okay. Um, she's very similar to, like, Athena or Aphrodite. 
in the sense of like god of fertility. Okay. But also, what's special about her is she's randomly successful at war. Like, I love ancient religions because they're just like, yeah, she can do anything. I really want to create a religion, guys. That'd be a lot of fun. I'll start a cult with you. Frick yeah. Can we go to the cult mixer? Yeah, cult mixer this Friday. Be there. Or be square. Can we put up signs around campus that say that? <laughs> cult mixer, common three, floor two. With Ishtar, because she is about, like, seduction, and uh, the one thing that was interesting is they specifically mentioned political success. So, I was thinking she'd have a heart, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd have to help make the story not, like, ultra-cheesy, but, like, if she plays the heart, she can manipulate people. So, the Pied Piper. The Pied no, Piper. Or the Silver Chairist. I do remember that guy playing a sick chair. I have no idea what you just referenced, but alright. I'm sorry. I don't know anything. I'm illiterate. So, Liz, a question for you. Uh, Gull is on this journey to meet with his fellow cultists. To This portion is like super useful in him like learning his powers and figuring out his powers. So give us like an example of what should happen like on his way to these people. Get attacked by bandits. Bandits. <laughs> Spandex. Spandex. <laughs> I, I too, am frequently attacked by spandex. <laughs> but I learned a little bit of baby powder takes away all the chafing. Yeah, no, it's chafing, especially in every region. Alright. He gets attacked by spandex. Solution? Baby powder. <laughs> Movie over. That was quick. Yep. Baby so he gets attacked by bandits. Bandits. And... What's special about these bandits? Maybe there is... Okay, if he is... This shofar was handed down through his family, maybe there's a rival family that wants it for themselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. They attack him in his home. And then he gets enraged because it's his home. And that's why he flees. Because they've taken over his life. Could even be like... Not just a rival family, but like a rival portion of his own family. Like... Kind of like a family dispute. Yeah, like he got this, he got the item instead of his He's cousin the or whoever. Something to the family. Pause. Is her playing with her hair going to mess with the audio? I don't know. <laughs> After I made the first mistake today, I just stopped caring. I hope you understand that perfectly. Quality well. content. <laughs> we always start out with such ideas of quality, and then we're like, so nah. Fashion. <laughs> He's the right front of I have good news oh, though. <laughs> at least we're at least we're gonna get new mics when we get back. Oh that's good. We're gonna get two lesser quality <laughs> Maybe a different location too. We're gonna be in the library, it'll be fine. You don't like my peeing basement? I don't know why you guys chose the bathroom to record in. <laughs> Shut up, DJ. We've been outed. We, we only chose the bathroom because it's the only place I can go to the bathroom while I'm doing a podcast. That's not true. That's all my best me. thoughts happen on the toilet. That's why I'm here in the shower. I'm in the closet. I'm surprised you haven't turned on the shower yet. Closet has a bathroom. <laughs> Wait, a closet has a bathroom? Liz is the linen closet. In the top shelf. That's why Liz is so faint in the distance. <clears throat> all that's staying in. We have a rival cousin or rival family member that tries to get the Shafar. He gets it. Does he. Is he leaving and the family's tracking him? Could we go with that route? That sounds good. 
give us so why does the family have this so far? Like, what's special about it aside from the fact that the demon has it? Didn't they think that it was blessed by the gods? We could rock with that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So he progresses from there. We have this journey, some family issues, nice little family drama, maybe a little bit of moral dilemma of, you know, he kills his cousin. Which one? <laughs> Gregory? Gregory? Gregory. I like that name. Gregory. Yes. Can we, for starters, establish that all of the people's names are going to be, like, historically accurate, but we just have one random guy named Craig? No, Gregory. Gregory? Full name Gregory and short name Craig. That was another thing I want to mention. Does Gull have any friends? Like, or is he traveling alone? He's alone in the world. He's got a... He's, he should have a bard. A bard? Who <laughs> can play the Dragonborn has come while he's walking down the street. Alright, second big portion. What is the organization actually doing? And how does Gull realize that it's evil? The, the cult mixer? Yeah. We're like two shots in... Doing some wine jello shots at the mixer. Mm -hmm. How does Gull realize? Is his demon for some reason good? Does he now realize? No, we don't have a Venom situation. That's stupid. Yeah, I'm not leaning towards that. But give me some details on why Gull can control his demon better than the others. Can he? Can he? No. No. I mean, he would have less time with it, which means it would probably have less of a hold on. Fair. Alright, let's flesh this out, as the cool kids say. I'm not fleshing anything out. I don't live by the flesh of the best spirits. Liz. <laughs> How about that? What were we talking about? Flesh. When is the point that Gull realizes that everything is about to go to heck, and it's up to him to change it? Well, what are they... We should probably establish how they actually are going about accomplishing the so, cult mixer's mixing goal. What I was trying to mention earlier that we got sidetracked so many times. So confused. When, when did we get sidetracked? The different demigods following, like using the popularity of demon gods, they're going to present themselves as gods, saying that they are the living essence of the mythical deities. And they're going to go from town to town, like, giving them good things, like, providing them safety, food, like, doing what the gods should be doing. And that's why the humans think they're doing the right thing, but the demons are actually just manipulating the people to where they will get the world to bow down to them. Why do they need that if they already have so much power? They're why can't they just... They control everything. They're just demons. Humans still have free will. That's true. And demons can't really control humans. So unless you manipulate them, tempt them. What's the point? Indeed. So it could be when he figures out that they're actually just trying to amass a following. A cult mixing following. Cult mixing following. The official name of this movie. Cult mixing colon following. But what is their actual goal? Like, what is the point where they actualize what they're actually... Marduk wants to, once he gets enough people, he'll sacrifice a bunch of children <laughs> to where he can become, like, fully human. What if? Or, like, a fully, like, personified demon. Isn't that what he already did? Well, he's a spirit. He's, he's like, possessing a guy. But he's no. possessing a guy, and Marduk has gotten the guy to acknowledge his will, but he still needs... What 
if, once you collect all the items of Infinity Stones, and you plop them together, when they all work together, it summons a, a sixth entity. So like the five items that are possessed? Once they're, but when they're all, like you know how you don't cross the streams, if you cross the streams of all of them. It will create one, or are they all five will, different fragments of the same personality? It could be like a key. Okay. It could all open a portal to the sixth demon. Okay, okay, so what Marduk is trying to get Gold to do the whole time is to get better control of his shofar and to use it properly in the way that will summon the final deity, and Gulls are like, oh yeah, okay, let's practice, let's get this done. Then he's like, mm, this is sketch, I feel like I want to murder some people, I don't think that's what I'm supposed to be doing. This is so sketch that Naboo just keeps on sketching new ideas. Sketching new sketch. Yeah, I like that. So Marta is in charge of the different or of the other four. The story progresses by the four of them developing their powers, but the more they acknowledge their powers, the more possession the demon takes. Yep. And one of them, one of the four could actually be already aware of what he's trying to do and manipulating the others. Is he trying well, to... Well, isn't that Marduk? Marduk is the one... Yeah, Marduk's the main antagonist, but you could have, like, a Megatron Starscream situation. Oh. We've got another guy that's, like, his hype man backing him, and, like, so anytime anyone starts to question him, he's like, no, this guy's pretty neat. Don't um, worry about it. That would remind me of... That was the last deity that I wanted to acknowledge. But Inki is another deity. Um, I don't remember the exact deity that it means. Viewers, for those that are still listening after all of this hot garbage, no one is. Google a bunch of the names I've mentioned, and you'll actually get some more information. But for the most part, Inki is like the god of time. So his item would be like a circlet or like a tiara. It's like a tiara that does not sound manly. Like a manly tiara. A manly. Like, a, like a studly tiara with blood skulls. No. <laughs> So the circlet would provide him uh, keeping this theme of like he already knows what's going on and knows what's going on in the sense of demonic demons. He can see ahead. He can see ahead. It would be like, you know. Only like a minute. That would be fun. Yeah. Just like a minute in the future. Wait, so he knows what Muckduck is trying to do <laughs> and yeah, is for him or is like against him subtly but doesn't want him to know that he's against him. No, he's cool with Muckduck. He's okay. like, man, Muckduck, you're sure are a wizard. You're Muckducking. He's loyal, but he knows what's going on, so I guess depending on how far the story can go, he would be open to changing He's inconsistent. He just wants to manipulate everything to his own advantage. The fact that he knows no everything that's going to happen it gives him opportunity to do what he wants. So he could be useful later down the road. But maybe not. Which would lead to the... Climax final. of the film. Yeah, like, the climax is like... Gull is trying to fight the demons, the people, Marduk. The big thing I wanted to emphasize is... Each of these people, because they're possessed by a freaking demon, they have to kill the body before they can get all of the things together. Wait, demons do? Well, Gaul has to kill the humans, because... Unless you want... What route do you want to get on? That's You can... How you can conclude it, what Gaul's objective is, is he could either kill the human to where the demon is now confined in the item, 
or you could try and kill the demon to where the item is no longer powered. I would think it would be easier to focus on killing the human. The human would be, if you want, it branches off into more sequels or whatnot from having more of these items show up, or the same items show up again. You could just leave it that you killed the human, which means anyone else who picks it up can just repeat the process. Let's focus on that. Gull's objective is to kill the human. DJ nods through the glass window in the distance. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I love this. This is my favorite DJ thoughts. DJ just got so much more intellectual. <laughs> so much more critical thinking. So wiser in his old age. All of this has taken place. We can flesh out all of the different characters and the story, but I think the most important thing for every film, give me actors. Who should be Gull? I'm picturing like this kind of big, buff, or olive-toned boy. Will Smith. No. Will Smith. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Aquaman guy? Yeah, that guy. Jason Momoa. Actually, yeah. As Gull, I could see him. Cause, uh, I could see him being Gull. Yeah. When I chose Gull, I was like, what's just a ruddy barbarian name? Why can't I just see him seeing all the demons being ready to bring in another demon and I'm just going, hoorah. Gull. And he just says his own <laughs> No, he's like Wong in uh, How It Should Have Been every time he does a move. Wong. Gull's own catchphrase is his name. Dude, Jason Wong could totally do that. I could see that. All right. So he'd be the hero. Is an iconic bad guy. Marduk is going to be an older gentleman. He's going to have a little bit more experience, and he's probably going to have not a Venom voice, but maybe a little bit more of like a voice affected. Better Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch could do it. I was going to say the guy who was the Doctor Who and the Who's the Doctor, but became the villain for Jessica Jones. I forget the actor's name though. Oh, David Tennant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love him. Like, in a couple years, he could do that. If he was older? Exactly. We could do some makeup. He could look older. Yeah, we can make I could see it happen. But even then, Benedict Cumberbatch could pull that off, too. But which one? Who would be better? Tenet. Both of uh, them together. Nope. Could we get... Cumberbatch with Tenet's voice. I was gonna flip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Cumberbatch can be a freaking dragon. He can make... <laughs> Tenet look better. Does that make... Wait, so do we need voice actors for the demons oh, as well? Oh, that would be it, then. Well, Marduk wouldn't have it. So Marduk would be the only one that's just weird because for some reason Cumberbatch is what... We could even have it that way. Once they're possessed by the demon, they have a different voice. That would be creepy. Can they all the demon's voices just be the guy who plays Rick? <laughs> From Rick and Morty? Yeah! I'm a demon Morty! <laughs> Wait, Josh. Yeah. Boom! Big reveal! There we go. I turned myself into a demon Morty! <laughs> I'm demon Rick! Thank you. I was waiting. Oh, jeez, Rick. That sure seems... Yeah, we gotta open up this time portal, Morty. Oh, no. I gotta summon my favorite demon. She's a hot redhead. <laughs> oh, God. What's her name? Rachel. The demon is voiced by the Rick Sanchez character. <laughs> um, we need one token woman, Ishtar. What would be a good actress? Because I don't know actresses to save my life. Uh, all female actors are garbage. That's not entirely true, but I think DJ might have a thought. What do you? Are there even female actresses? <laughs> Wait, I know Wait. a few male actresses. <laughs> what if we got Tenet to do Muck Duck and then made Benedict Cumberbatch play a woman? 
That wouldn't be the first time he did that, though. So Actually, no. Let's yeah. uh, liking that yeah. when Ishtar is possessed. Ishtar is possessed by Cumberbatch, to where it's a woman with Cumberbatch's voice. Question: How old does this woman need to be? Approximately. She needs to be young and lively. If she's 13. like a seventy-year-old woman that is the god of fertility, it would be a little bit unnerving. I was just kind of okay. Because I was looking at the House of Cards cast, because there's a woman in there that's, like, very manipulative and very, like, cunning, but she's older. And I was wondering if we wanted to go that route, or we could go with Kate Mara, which is this woman right here. Kate. Kate Mara. Oh, that chick from Zoom. Oh, yeah, she is from Zoom. (laughs) I forgot. Oh, and she's she's the invisible woman from Fantastic, or Fanforstic. I like her. So are we going with... So the woman's irrelevant. I just want her voice actor to be Benedict Cumberbatch. That sounds good. But what if we could get Henry Cavill to be the voice actor for the woman? Let's have Henry Cavill be a villain. He can be a manipulative boy. Uh, uh Naboo? Yeah. No, no, that's should be Sean Bean. Wait, who? Ooh, Naboo could be Sean Bean. I like that. Who's Sean Bean? <gasps> He's the I'm guy that always dies in every here. movie. Uh-uh. No, that's a that's the guy who plays um, Firestorm in Flash. I forget his name. Remember uh, National Treasure? Ian, the bad guy. Oh, oh, yeah. No, he'd be good. Yeah, Sean Bean. I know who you're talking. Sean Bean about. could be. Is he the Tiara guy? <gasps> yeah. Yes. What? Yes. All right. I'm upset that you had to resort to National Treasure for Sean Bean. Listen, I don't he know plays Poromir. We could get a. Uh, we got to get Brolin for somebody. Josh Brolin? No, um, Craig Brolin. Craig it's Brolin. <laughs> yeah, <My> man. <laughs> Shut up, DJ. Who's <laughs> Josh Brolin? Thanos. Cable. And also Cable. Wait, they're actually More the same person? Cable. Yes, they're Josh Lowen. I Lowen. not know that. You can tell by the reality way. Reality is often disappointing. <laughs> but Josh Brolin, he could be, if we acknowledge the head deity. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> he could be the bard. Josh Brolin is like the buddy companion. <laughs> He's just the buddy companion. He's nothing more than that. He's a- Josh Brolin's actually pretty funny. So like that would I feel be like excellent. that would be a fun role for him. Like imagine everyone you got, you got um Aquaman being being Gull and his buddy Josh Brolin just playing playing. The it's like loot. his uncle or something because Josh Brolin's getting old. No, he's a servant. He's a man servant. He's a bard. So like a Babylonian Alfred Pennyworth. <laughs> yeah. Alfred Pennyworth. Alfred. You did not just say that in your own household. I didn't know that was his last name. We have one more section. And that is what we watched slash watched slash watched this week and what we're going to watch the next week. Elizabeth, Sir? what is one movie or book that you have recently watched or watched. watched? I watched this book about... <laughs> I started reading Miss Born by Brandon Sanderson... My man. No, you said it wrong. My man. No, 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 no. My man. You got it. My man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever gets me in a cafe with Brandon Sanderson. Whatever. What do you like about the book? Or Brandon Sanderson, since apparently you love him. Because Brandon Sanderson is the new Tolkien. He can build a world like no one's business. He can make me feel things. Interesting. Question. How does your boyfriend feel about this man? Is he jealous? 
introduced me to him. Oh, his face. Who, who introduced you to him? Huh? Who introduced you to him? My hobo boyfriend. And what are you hoping to see next week? Or what do you want to see or read next? I want to finish Mistborn and then read the second one and then the third one. It's a series. Yes. Nice. How many are there? Three. Interesting. And then I want to read the next Stormlight book by Brandon Sanderson. Hey, Brandon. Finish your freaking book. Finish your book, please, sir. You're going to make a woman cry if you don't. Well, come back next week for hopefully better content. Uploads are, are Thursdays. We never actually say that. We should say that more often. Josh, say it often. Often, we post content every Thursday. Please, subscribe, like, comment, observe, think about, discuss. A pitch about. Pitch about. Pitch about. <laughs> any of these different topics. Thank you so much for listening. I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know my audience better because you guys have been very vocal in interacting with us. Thank you. Are you looking at the one guy who commented at us? We gotta, we gotta acknowledge our fan base. Our one fan. Hey, hey, a fan's you a fan. You you didn't acknowledge this entire episode, which I'm surprised? What? You know exactly what. What? Julio Nandez. You, hey, Julio Nandez hold this on, week, hold on, so hold on. what'd she see? I would like to personally thank JBayL underscore 17 for uh, our first person to comment on our show. If you want to comment on our show, comment at whatever, what's our account name? You have it up. We I don't know what it is. Are Did you just pitch about it? Pitch about it. One word. On, on the on the grams. On the Instagrams. And I would also like to thank our single funder of this organization, Julio Nandez. I'm confused. Is she the only funder or the single funder? I mean, she like, is single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, she helps every single one of these episodes run smoothly. We personally want to thank her because she never gets the credit. That's too. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day. Goodbye. Also, I like that we suddenly downgraded, and like we did the opposite of every other podcast, where we started somewhere good and then ended up in a basement. You can't try to bet my dad comes down at least once. That's okay. I almost guarantee it. That's not the, the worst thing we've had happen is a fire alarm go off halfway through. That's pretty great. I do. <laughs> and then we left it in. <laughs> we were all, well, it's so faint before we opened the door, and we're just all saying, like, is that the fire alarm? No, it's probably not. No fucking... That's not the same one. I hope you understand, while I'm editing this, I'm just going to dub the Dragonborn theme. Yeah, so so you, while you're editing this, because you do all the work on this thing. You know, there's just really nothing I don't do on this show. I just, you weren't even here last week. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even acknowledge the fact that I wasn't in the last episode. Yeah, I think we should acknowledge that now. Where were you? Oh. Do tell us a tale of where you were last week. We'll put this at the end credit. So we'll know. I was... Where was it? I was last week. Was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. I was with Liz for a little bit. 
Who is this Liz you're talking about? She's my girlfriend. Yeah, who yeah, the she... heck is Liz? I've been dating her for about six months. If you go to our previous segment about dating advice, hmm. I feel see stuff. Her, her name is Liz. Yes. There's it, a lot of Liz's on campus. That's very interesting. So, not only is your girlfriend's name Liz, but the person we're podcasting with, my best friend, is also named Liz. Indeed. Which one's real? I don't like this, Liz. I understand your jealousy, Liz, because when someone else has my name and then steals my man, all I go is, man, I wish she did have my name. 